To those of you joining us on the recording, we are happy to have you for this uh, grand finale of uh, this version of uh, Momentum Bootcamp. We've got a large crew that is in Hawaii right now, and I never know the time thing, how to figure that out. Uh, it, where, where we are here Saturday, uh, September 11th. I think so in funny. I think Maui time right now it's like Wednesday at noon. All right, I'm trying to mute everybody again. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to not allow participants to unmute themselves, and I will give permission to the speakers so that maybe that will help. But yes, it, uh, it we are we're glad to have all of you here with us today. Uh, we got a, we're going to talk a lot about sponsoring and I know we've talked a lot about that, but it's, it's an important thing. It's, it's such a, uh, a crucial thing to have as a, uh, cornerstone of your business that we, we sponsor coaches. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. We're going to talk about the importance of having a sponsoring mindset in your business. And if you don't, um, how to overcome that, we're going to talk a little about fear. I think there's a lot of us that, are, are a little bit hesitant to be bold about sponsoring because fear holds us back a little bit. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, how to how to be amazing at awakening people. That's such an that's such a skill set. I talk a lot about how if I could pick one skill that coaches would be good at when they started, it wouldn't be sales. It wouldn't be speaking. It wouldn't be uh, anything other than awakening. If you can be phenomenal at awakening people to potential. That is the number one skill set. So I know that for a lot of you, I've seen this in the chat. There's a lot of people that feel that fear is holding them back for what, what could be possible for someone else. We're going to talk quite a bit about that today. Um, we're going to give you some tips on helping those new coaches get started strong. I think that sometimes it can be really defeating to get excited. And there's like this roller coaster of emotions where you start a new coach that you think is going to be awesome and they do nothing. And when that happens, what does that make you feel? It makes you feel like you're failing. It makes you feel like the reason they're not doing something is you. The reason that they're not moving forward is you. The reason they're not posting on Facebook is you. The reason they are not, you know, doing anything is you. That's just what we do. We personalize that, right? So we're going to talk about how to get those coaches started. We're going to talk about getting out of your own way. It is going to be a good, good time. So for those of you, I just see somebody named Beth said that this is her first boot camp. You're in for a treat. So the great thing about all these is they are recorded, they're archived. So if you've missed any of these, I highly recommend going back and watching them. Uh, they will be really great to uh, be a, a good tool to all of you uh, as you move forward and help in your business. Um, want to get started, but before we do, I want to just reference a, a couple things. Um, we, uh, you know, this is, this has been a, a crazy, it's, it's crazy to think that in, we are, we are literally a few months away from this pandemic being with us for two years. You know, I mean, nobody had any idea when this started. I remember when all this started, we had a talk with our leaders on Dan Zoom and I came off and just said, Hey, I don't, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty right? A lot, that, that was in March of 2020. And since then, there's been a lot of things that have happened, right? There's been, a, there's, 
we've had elections and we've had, um, you know, just, just a lot of division and, uh, a lot of back and forth and, a, and a lot of opinions, just a lot of different things. And one thing that is really impossible to deny is the fact that this has impacted people and families in an extremely significant way. Um, and it's even it's even come close to home. You know, we we found out that uh, this past week there's a coach that is on this team that has been on these boot camps uh, that uh, passed away this past week. And uh, we we just want to take a moment to remember Charlie Chivers, uh, one of the most amazing, genuine people that um, the world has ever known. Uh, was was an incredible asset to uh, this coach community. And uh, we, we, we take some time today to mourn with his, with his family, those that are just dealing with that. I know that many of you have lost people uh, as a result of this. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's there, I don't, I wish that there were words that I had. I don't, I don't have words. I don't have any, you know, hopeful inspiration. Sometimes life sucks, you know, sometimes, there are things happen that we don't understand. Sometimes there are um, people that things that that take place that leave us with questions, right? Uh, so we we stand with with Charlie's family today. Um, we're thinking about you, and uh, I don't know if anybody in their family will ever see this, but we just you know you've got a, a very very large coach community that is um, that is with you, and so we just wanted to say. Uh, that uh, we we stand with our family today and uh, and hope that uh, that they can find some peace and also want to reference that today is uh, today September 11th right um, and not just uh, not just September 11th uh, the 20 year anniversary of September 11th that's a pretty crazy thing to to imagine where this world was 20 years ago Right, none, none of us. I would, I would assume that the vast majority of us, twenty years ago, didn't have cell phones. Vast majority of us. I mean, there was no social media. There was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. There was no TikTok. There was no Twitter. And and I think there are there are a few times in my life that are one of those moments where you remember where you were. Right, MySpace. I think there was Zanga too. I had a Zanga. Um, you remember where you were, right? You remember, I, I remember where I was. I remember who told me. I remember spending the day just confused. I, I mean, you just, um, you remember, right? And, uh, you know, you see all these memorials and different things that take place today. And it's a time to just, to pause, right? And to, and to reflect on the, on the bigger picture. Sometimes, it's easy to get distracted and it's easy to get caught up and it's easy to be overwhelmed and discouraged and disappointed. I know there's many of us that may have looked at August and thought to yourself, man, August was not very fun for my business. Like I, maybe you fell back a rank or maybe your income dropped a little bit, or maybe you had some people cancel and, and all of those things are significant. All those things are serious because they're serious to you. And if it's serious to you, it's serious. You know, we don't have to get into this thing where we compare what is more serious. It's serious to you. That means it's serious. So I know that August was serious. I know that there are many that have had challenges these last couple of months, the Chivers family, 
your business, 9-11, right? It's, it's important to, to put things, you know, into perspective and then also to put us back into a place of realizing this is the business that we're in, right? We, we're in the business of life. We're, we're in the business of hope. We're, we, are, we are in the business of helping people realize that there is a different way because for so many people, there, there are so many people suffering in silence. And, and I, I cannot think of anything that makes people suffer more than a, than a lack of hope. And it's, and it's pretty hopeless when you feel like you're dealing with loss, the loss of someone passing away due to a pandemic, the loss of people that are, you know, that 20 years ago uh, did never get to see their dad again or mom again, or grandpa or grandma again, or son or daughter again, right? There's, there's just a lot of like, there's a lot of things that if you allow yourself to, to make it seem like things are hopeless, you know, and, and sometimes, sometimes that kind of stuff can be overwhelming, you know, and when you have stuff happening with your business and your clients and your family, it just, it's so easy to think that it can be overwhelming. And then on the flip side, there is incredible reason to feel a mandate for a mission to give the world what it so desperately needs and longs for. And that is hope and a solution and something to make them come alive. And I can't think of a, of a better topic to talk about than sponsoring coaches, because this is just such a gift that we hold in our hands that people are looking for. You know, I remember one of the first things that was said to me when I became a coach was as coaches, we are looking for people that are looking for us, right? Countless people, countless are looking for something different, looking for something. Many looking for health, looking for help with weight, help with purpose, help with confidence, help with anything. But man, there's a lot of people knowing or, or wanting hope and help with a different life. They're just tired. They're tired of living the same thing every day, going to a job they hate that doesn't have purpose. I was watching, a, I was watching a, an episode on Comedy Central the other day of the office. It's always on. There was this episode where Pam and Roy go on vacation to the Poconos and they go skiing. And she talks about how every year for vacation, she waits as long as she can. She gets two weeks paid vacation. She waits as long as she can to take those paid weeks vacation. So she has something to look forward to. And she said, this year I made it to the third week in January. It was a funny spot for the episode, and yet, how many people live that reality? How many people live the reality that they get two weeks vacation and they have to use it the third week in January? That's pretty hopeless. How many people are living that reality right now? How many of your clients live that reality right now? How many of your friends, how many of your family members are suffering from a lack of hope 
for what can be possible for them in their future. Right? Pretty crazy. So we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about how to give you the keys so that you can help know what to say in those moments that you have people in your life. So we're going to get this started. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited that we've got some coaches on our team that are going to be sharing today. Some of have built large businesses in a short amount of time. Some have taken a little longer, but uh, they are all people that have learned about sponsoring and what it takes. And uh, we're going to start, we're going to go up to uh, Wisconsin and uh, excited to have uh, Ashley Blanc share with us. And she is someone that just talks to everybody about coaching, whether it's an Uber driver or it's somebody at a, at a restaurant or a client or a family member, uh, just someone that has been awakened to the possibility of seeing everybody um, as a coach. So uh, Ashley, super excited to have you on. Thanks for agreeing to be with us today. And uh, thanks for pouring into people about uh, this gift of coaching. Go for it. Hey guys, I'm super excited to share. Um, how many of you like to give gifts? Gift giving is one of my love languages. It's one of my favorite things. I'm one of those people I have a gift closet so that I always have gifts on deck for all the occasions. And so for me, coaching is just something that comes really naturally because it's been such a gift for my life. And I just want to share it with everyone. And I feel like so many of us can get caught thinking that when we're talking to people about coaching, we're trying to sell them something. When we know that's garbage, we are offering them dreams. We're offering them hope. We're offering them these vacations that they probably would have never been able to take with their families. A life they might have never been able to have. Financial freedom, time freedom, irreplaceable time with their families. It's not for our benefit, it's for them. And I can guarantee there isn't one person on this call that would feel like their coach was trying to sell them something. We are all so grateful to be here. We're grateful for this life. And I feel like the quicker that we grasp that, we're gonna grow. You know, we aren't attached to the outcome then. All the no's don't really matter. We don't feel rejection hearing the word no because we know the value of the gift that we have and we're gonna continue talking about it regardless of the no's. Every single day, we know that we should be starting conversations and talking to at least one person about coaching and following up with the people that we already have talked to. And it's not complicated. We have to keep it simple. Have normal conversations and keep showing genuine interest in people's lives. But I kind of want to switch gears and talk about something else. I feel like we talk about this so much. We've talked about sponsoring, sponsoring. We all know what to do. We know about starting conversations, but I want to ask you a question. Do you notice people I feel like talking to clients about coaching is something that's just a natural next step. It comes really easily. But what about the cashier at the grocery store? Do you notice her? What about when you're dropping your kids off at daycare? What about the mom that's got her kids screaming and crying because they don't want her to leave? The janitor at your office, do you notice them? There was a short time in my life before I started coaching where I had to uh, take my kids to daycare. At the time, my son Isaac, he was two. And I remember being that mom who had to drop my kids off. And um, I would, would hear him screaming the whole way out of the building. And I'd go to my car and I'd cry. That's how I started Monday through Friday. But I had to go to work, so I had to do it. 
And I just know that there's so many other people out there that want to be home with their kids and they need a way, you know, they need a vehicle to be able to make that happen. And there's a lot of moms looking for a way to just, you know, be home with their kids. And your waitress, what about her? She's a single mom. She's in nursing school. Do you think she'd be a great coach? Are you willing to have that conversation? Your 65-year-old Uber driver just retired. They still have to work because they have bills that are piling up. What about your kid's teacher, your kid's coaches? These are all people who deserve a chance to hear about this amazing opportunity that we were all gifted. And sometimes I feel like you have to call it out of people. Hey, I hear what you're saying. And I think you'd be a great coach before they even know what you're talking about. Plant that seed in them. And, you know, one of the coaches that I just signed up this week, she was, she was telling me about how she works over 20 hours a week at her daughter's gymnastics gym. And um, I asked her, she, she enjoyed that. And she said, you know, it's something that I don't love to do, but I just want time with my daughter. But I feel like if I keep working here, she's going to quit gymnastics. And I said, why is that? Because her daughter doesn't want to sit for hours before and after practice for her mom to finish working. So she spends 80 hours a month working at this gymnastics gym. And I asked, how much money would you need to make in order to replace that income? She said $500 a month. We are afraid to talk to people about coaching when we know that for so many families, they could use $500 a month. <laughs> and we know this gift that we have in our hands. We know how attainable that is. So we have to keep sharing. We have to keep sharing. <laughs> but we, need, we also need to get better at closing our mouths and listening, paying attention to people. When people are talking to us, we need to put our phones down. Stop looking around the room. Stop trying to think about what you're going to say next. Just listen. You know, I've signed up coaches while I've been in pools on vacation. And it was not by talking. I didn't talk very much at all. I just listened to them. And as they're telling me their dreams and their stories and their life, the wheels are turning. And I'm dreaming already for them. What could their life look like with this vehicle that we have with Octavia? What could they do with this gift? It's just listening. And I think it's really easy for us to overcomplicate this and think that you're going to say the wrong thing. But I want you to know that people don't give a crap about what you do. They care why you do it. So what's your story? What's your why? What has coaching done for your life? How has it changed you? What could coaching do for them? Stop making it a sales pitch. Make a genuine connection with someone. And in those conversations, become an expert listener. We need to be better at listening. What is their story? Nobody needs you to sell them anything. People are craving genuine connection and somebody to listen to them. And I never pass up an opportunity to talk to anybody about coaching. I talk to everyone, everyone. My waitresses, my yeah, my Uber drivers, you know, bartenders, friends, family members. My mom actually just signed up finally to become a coach, but she's, she's on here. Hi, mom. <laughs> you know, my boys all play hockey and I've signed up so many hockey moms for plan, obviously, and coaching. But the first time I hung out with my kids, hockey coach and his wife, they signed up for plan and to coach. And I didn't even talk to them that much. They just, I listened to them. I listened to what they wanted out of life, the things that they wanted to accomplish. And they hit executive director pretty quick. You know, there's a bartender where I play volleyball on Tuesday nights. She's going through a divorce. I've just talked to her and listened to her, like just been a friend. I haven't ever, never tried to 
push program on her or anything like that, but she just signed up for program and asked to be a coach. You know, my chiropractor, I hear all these stories from these people because I listen. My chiropractor, his wife is pregnant. She's worried about losing weight after she has her baby boy. And he connected us. And I've already talked to her about coaching and told her like, how great would it be to stay home with your baby boy? And she's so excited for the opportunity to not have to leave her kid at daycare. And I honestly just talk about coaching like it's a golden ticket because it has been for my life. So how many people are you talking to? How many people do you have on the fence about coaching that you haven't followed up with yet? Every day we should be talking to at least one new person about coaching. And as you continue to grow, you're going to have critics, but don't ever let that stop you from sharing this gift that you know has changed your life. Instead of worrying about who you felt rejected by, have you ever asked yourself this? Whose story are you in? Who's going to say, I'm so grateful that they were brave enough to tell me about this amazing opportunity. It changed my life forever. You're the hero in someone's story because you cared enough to have a conversation and just listen to them. So I just wanna encourage everyone <laughs> to take personal interest in people, listen, connect, notice people everywhere you go and then watch your business grow. So that's all I've got. Ashley, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for being willing to share your heart with us about this and, and you know, being in all of the threads that you're in and, and the conversation and the celebration calls and things like that. It truly is, is what you do. Those are, just so such good thoughts and questions to ask. Um, whose story are you in? Are there are there people's stories that are different because of you? And if and if not, how can you how can you change that? And I love what you said about just noticing people. It's really really difficult to notice other people when all you do is notice yourself, right? It's and I do that. Can I tell you something? I'm the I, I am not a pleasant person to be around when I'm driving a vehicle because I'm incredibly selfish when I drive a car, because all I'm thinking about when I drive my car is this person that's in my way and making it more difficult for me to get to where I want to go. I'm not noticing what they're doing because all I'm doing is looking at me, right? That's just kind of what I do. And I love that thought, you know, whether you're in a restaurant and your food is taking a little longer Instead of noticing how long it's been since you got your food, noticing how stressed the waitress probably is. You know, when, when, you're, when you get your coffee order wrong at Starbucks, instead of being noticing your inconvenience, noticing the person that's been there for eight hours and just wants to go home. You know, such a great thought. And I got to be honest with you guys, I'm not so good at that. And, it, and it's definitely something to remember. So uh, thank you, um, Ashley, for that. Uh, uh, happy early birthday. It's Ashley's birthday tomorrow. So everybody give her some love in the chat. I know you already are. It's already blown up. I can't even, I can't, it's, it's a lot of comments, but uh, great job. And uh, just excited to uh, see everybody put those things into uh, perspective. So here's the deal. You get, um, you know, you, you have these people, you share coaching with them and they finally say, yes, I want to have a, I want to have a conversation. I want to talk about what it would be like to become a coach and you get them on a coach, on, on a coach explorer. And, you know, I actually talked a lot about listening and we are just so excited to tell people everything, right? When we used to, when I first started, we, we had this um, thought that people would say, which is don't tell and sell, share and care. And uh, how do you do that? 
you know, I, I said this at the beginning, there's something that we do that we want to do better than anyone, which is awaken. How do you awaken people? How do you have awakening conversations? How do you listen to people and ask good questions to help them to awaken to the potential of what could be possible? When you've had a, a conversation like Ashley talked about with someone that says this, you know, have you considered this? And they got to the point of saying, I'm considering, I'm listening. How do you have a conversation, an awakening conversation with them about what coaching could be like for them? And uh, we're going to go uh, over to New Jersey to my good friend, Leah. And uh, excited to have you talk to us. Go for it. Hey, everybody. I'm Leah. I'm so excited to be here. I have a slew of notes in front of me, and I cannot believe Ashley, you just blew my mind. Um, she's a good friend of mine. I've sat poolside beside her and had these chats before. I'm just so proud of you and to follow you is, is such an honor. And yes, I actually talked to my Uber driver when I was in Atlanta because I remember having that conversation with you earlier. So thank you for inspiring us um, to listen and look more in the areas of our life all around us. So great job, Ash. Um, so yeah, so I'm here today to talk about the actual coach explorer, the great awakening. Um, I love that Leanne Goff calls it the dream assessment. It kind of, um, is a little bit of both to me. Like it's a little of exploring and it's a little bit of dreaming. So you might hear me calling it the dream assessment a lot today, but this is where we become detectives. You guys master question askers We're avid listeners at this point, because we know this gift is for everyone. It's just, how does it fit into their life? That's what we are trying to decide. So let me just take you on a little story back in time, a little over a year and a half ago, this girl who's on this training right now said no to coaching five times. My coach dripped and dripped and loved me and kept pouring into me. And I was a hard no. And I actually remember the day that she said, Leah, you would make an incredible coach. You know what I said? I know, but no. I'm too busy. I run a big company, blah, blah, blah. I had all these busy things in my life that were stopping me until something major happened. It didn't happen on that call. It happened weeks later after the dripping happened. My mom said, I want to get healthy. And I said, oh, my coach is amazing. You're going to go to my coach and she's going to change your life. And that's when my mom said something very confusing, yet very amazing that literally changed the course of my life. Literally. She said these words, Leah, Suzanne, don't you say no to something you don't know until you know, you know, and then you can say no. Yes, it was very confusing, but it led me back to my coach where I said, okay, let's talk about this coach thing. Then I coached my mom and I went on to coach many, many and hundreds of people and I built this beautiful organization. This has literally changed the course of my life. And I said, I wasn't going to cry. Dang it, Ashley. <laughs> so let's get to the Zoom. Okay. We are on a Zoom. We are with our coach. We're with their client and you're coming on as the third voice, right? So the third voice, this is a really important part. Okay. We want to make sure the third voice is leading this call. In the beginning, the first thing I do is I check on their personal health, you guys. We need to make sure they are in fat burn, that they are experiencing great results and they are feeling fantastic. That is the number one priority before I even start exploring is how are you feeling? How is it going? And what can we tweak and work around to make sure that you're feeling incredible? Okay. Then the role of the coach that brought the client 
is to interact and get, you know, get the, um, the vibe going, and then they're going to mute themselves. This is where the third voice is going to come in and start the awakening. So I'm going to give you guys five things. I talk really fast. You may need to go back and rewatch and just take notes later. Let's just all watch and listen because I move fast and I use a lot of hands. All right. Here's five things I want you to take away when you think about dream assessments. Number one, you are not a salesperson. Repeat, you are not a salesperson. You are not here to try to get a coach. We're not getting someone today. All right. You're showing up as a professional, but you're also going to show up as your real self. Be you. Don't be anything else but you. And you're going to bring in your testimony, your story, like I just did a few minutes ago, to connect with people, to start the build, start building that trust and that relationship with them, because that's what it's going to take for them to open up their heart. They're coming to this call probably a little closed off, a little skeptical, and with a hard no, like I did. Okay. How many of you in here said no to coaching? Mm -hmm. I can't see your faces, but I'm going to pretty sure there was a lot of me's in the chat right now. Okay. Another tip here, guys, you need to speak, but you need to listen. Ashley alluded to this because that is the key. Doug Wood said this a few weeks ago and probably for the last 12 years, but it really hit me. He said, amateurs respond, pros ask more questions. So the key to this dream assessment is questions uncomfortable questions, so many questions. And you are the guide in these conversations as the third voice. If you are not the third voice and it's your coach, you're going to be listening, apprenticeshipping. You are learning by watching and listening because one day you'll be the third voice, all right? We wanna lead them to self-discovery. And I wanna give you a little, little heads up. It's not about you on this call. It's not about you. Even when you're intertwining your personal testimony, it's still not about you. And don't be afraid when you ask a question, you guys, that it's going to hang and it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be a little silence. Let it sit. Let it sit. They already have the gift in their hand. They've had it this whole time. They're going to unravel it, open it, discover it. But don't try to sell it to them. They've already got it in their hand. That would be awkward, right? Number two, we want to awaken them, but not leave them shaken. Okay, awaken, but don't leave them shake, shaken. When we overspeak or dominate, we become intimidating and intense. And sometimes you'll hear me say, please don't, don't confuse my passion for aggression because I get super excited and I use my hands and I get really pumped up about things. But the way that I break that down so I get less intense is I ask more questions because then it allows me to be quiet so someone else can speak. So asking questions is going to give you a peek into their life. I usually get on these assessments and I don't know anything about this person. I know nothing. So how do I know? I ask. I need to get their viewpoint in life. Are they closed-minded? Are they open-minded? Are they happy with where they are? Are they wanting to grow in some areas? Do they perceive coaching as something more or less than what it really is? Because most people don't know what coaching is, right? And I'm going to give you a little, little insight, you guys. Most of these people's dreamers are broken. They don't know how to dream. I remember when Dan Valentine jumped on a call 
deer in the headlights and sweating. I was like, I don't even know what this guy's talking about. Why are we talking about dreams? I thought we were going to like talk about how to get more clients and be successful and whatever. And it, my husband and I were just in shock. We didn't know what that was. So I remember that feeling and being a little overwhelmed. And I think some people are just have not been cared about on a deep level before. A lot of people have not been heard and listened to before. So while we want to awaken, let's not leave them shaken with intensity, but let's use our passion to drive the right kind of questions. All right. And I love this quote. I will not live the same year 90 times and call it life. I think a lot of people are living the same year every year and calling it their life because they don't know better. If they knew better, they would do better. I truly believe that people just don't know there's more out there. There's not, they don't know there's more access to different opportunities. They are only doing what they know and what they've been taught. But we are here to show them that there is more and they are capable and they are able and we can help redefine their life and we can create the desired life that they always wanted. They just don't know. So let's awaken them, but please don't leave them shaken. Okay. Don't overwhelm them. Number three, myth busting. We are going to bust their myths before we can awaken them. The first questions that come out of my mouth are, are you teachable? And do you love people? If you can do those two things, you're a coach. How cool. You're a coach. We're going to learn the skills. We're going to learn social media. We're going to learn all the ins and outs. But if you love people and you can wake, wake up every day and say, I want to learn more, you're going to be an amazing coach. I ask them questions at this point, guys, this is where it gets a little uncomfortable. And this is where we start, ask a question, ask a question, ask a question. And it just circles like a drain. This is my first mega question. What about coaching excites you and what makes you super uncomfortable? And I let it sit. They need to think about it. Let them answer. It's a starting point to see where they're at and what they perceive that this is. And most of the time, you know what it is? It's their fear and their excuses. They just rise right up to the top and they're right up in your face. And this is when you go into the deeper questions. Here's some things that I hear a lot. And you guys might, you might know, you might've heard these things. Um, I don't really have time. I'm kind of too busy right now. So you're telling me you don't have 15 minutes a day to run and create a massive business. Most of my coaches have about 15 minutes a day. Do you? Where could you carve out 15 minutes? Here's another one. I don't have enough progress yet. I've only been on program a few weeks. I don't think anybody even notices. Did your coach inspire you when she hit her goal weight? I'm pretty sure I'm, I haven't even hit optimal health yet and I'm still bringing on clients. And I've already been at my goal weight. Did she inspire you before that? Here's another one. I'm not really good at sales. I don't like selling things. Who told you we were selling stuff? Oh, good Lord. I, I stink at sales. <laughs> don't get me selling anything. Where'd you learn that? Where did you feel like that, that was happening? Did you feel like your coach sold to you? And here's another big one. I don't want to be one of those people. 
Who are those people? Oh, you think I'm one of those people? Oh, good Lord. I hope I'm not one of those people. I bet those people would not be on a Zoom at 9 p.m. at night asking you about your dreams. So bust their myths, blow them out of the water. Because once we get the fear and the excuses off the table, we can go deep. Now we're going deep. Number four, we're almost there. The trilogy of Optavia. This is really important, you guys. I want them to know healthy body, healthy mind. We're working on those, right? But we're here today to talk about healthy finances. This is uncomfortable for me. I'm not going to lie. I was raised in a family where you don't really talk about money and you don't talk about finances and you don't talk about abundant life. <laughs> this was what you guys all taught me, right? So I will just say, I have a great life. A six-figure wedding company, beautiful family, not a lot of debt. Um, I didn't really want for more. So when I got on this coach explore thing, I was like, I don't really know how this fits in my life. You guys really, it's good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. And I think a lot of people come to the table like me, like I'm good, or some come really broken and desperate. There's different kinds of people. But I remember being awakened to the idea that maybe there was more, maybe Maybe I needed to leave what this good life was for me and go for the great. But without this coach exploring this dream assessment, I had no idea. I'd be doing the same dang thing, hustling every weekend, shooting other people's weddings and leaving my family if it wasn't for this dream assessment. Okay. This is where the questions get tough. This is where the dreams start to happen. This is the question that needs to linger the longest. How much money would make a difference in your family's life right now? Yep. Let's think about it. Debt, college funds, helping your elderly parents as they get older, traveling more. What are some things that this could help with? And I let them talk about it and think about it, you guys, because a lot of them never even thought about this. They're living paycheck to paycheck. They're barely getting by and it's normal. But like Ashley said, $500 a month for a family can change their ever loving life. I want you to think about coaching as a car. I always go to this. It's a car. My dad, when I go to Texas, so I'm in New Jersey, but I'm from Texas. And when I fly home, my dad, he's an abundant man. He has his vehicles and then he has the spare car. And the spare car is for me. So when I visit, my dad gives me a car. He says, you can go dip it and do it and go all the places you need to go. And you don't really need me. And I kind of think of Octavia as that car. So if I'm telling you, I'm going to give you this spare car. It's cute. It's sparkly. It's blue. It's shiny. It's whatever you want it to be. I'm going to give it to you. And you can take it anywhere you want to go. You can go as fast or as slow as you want to go. And if I could tell you, I'm going to give you that car, where would it take you in five years? No, no, no holding back. What do you want to see your life in five years? If you could just close your eyes for a minute and think about that, what's that look like? What's it feel like? Where are you? Where do you live? Could you use that extra car? Who would say no to the extra car? Heck yes, we want the car. Number five, we want to inspire, but not require. Again, we are not forcing someone on this call to sign up. 
We're going to go get a coach. Adding coaches to your Optavia Connect absolutely does nothing for you, guys. We want to find people who want it, who want to dream, who want to lead, who want to change their lives. We don't want them to buy the coaching kit. We want them to buy the dream. We want them all in. Bring the joy. Bring excitement because this is exciting. They just found the very thing that is going to change their lives just like it changed yours. You are the person that is delivering the greatest information they may ever hear in their entire life, even to the people who thought they had it good. So bring the hope. And for $199, you can start your own business. You can get the car for $199. Ah, this is incredible. And it can take you anywhere you want. What's holding you back from saying no to the car? You tell me. You thinking about it? Let me tell you what it takes to be a coach. You ready? This is what it takes. If you're willing to do this, be teachable, love people, show up on a training once a week as a CEO of your business. Yes, your business. Live out loud. Share your story like no other and support people and love them. Love them hard and support them. If you say yes to that, guess what? I am going to say yes, or we are going to say yes to supporting your dream that you just dreamed of. We're going to get you there. We're going to get you in the car. We're going to put the gas in it and we're going to go. And as you change other people's lives, you're going to transform your life and build your dream. The one that you desired, you didn't even know you desired 30 minutes ago. So are you ready to build? Do you have big goals? Because guess what? We have the how. So let's turn their no guys into no way. And let's go out and inspire, inspire and awaken people who need it the most. Thank you. Well, thanks, Leah. Anybody get anything from that? Man, we've been off to a great, uh, a great start. I, I love, you know, and this is just building so well, you know, Ashley talking about noticing people and Leah, that car, that car analogy. I love that concept. Um, how many of you, honestly, somebody gave you a car and it's sitting in the garage because you're scared someone's going to hit it. You're scared of what is going to happen to the car. So you let it sit in the garage. How many people have been given a gift? We, we've heard about gifts today. And they're afraid to use the gift because they're afraid something's going to happen to it. It's like somebody gave you a brand new PlayStation 5 and you're afraid it's going to break. So it sits in the box. Because you don't want it to be broken. And so you don't use it. And I think there's a lot of us that are doing that with our business. You're, you're sitting there not using the gift that someone gave you because you're afraid of what could happen to it. When the end of the day, gifts are meant to be used. Gifts are meant to be put into, into practice. Nobody, you know, Ashley talked about how she has a closet filled with gifts that she loves to give people. The point of giving someone a gift is so they can use it. So it can make their life better and more enjoyable. Use the gift. So 
We've talked to them. We've shared coaching with them. We've listened to them. We've had an awakening experience. They're ready to become a coach. How do we help them get started quick? Because I said this at the beginning, so many of you feel like you're failing because you have signed up a coach, they're sitting in connect and they're not doing a dang thing. So how can we help new coaches win, move forward and get this thing off rolling? Shelly Yost, give it to us. What's up guys, good morning. Okay, I love a good analogy. Now, sometimes y'all talk about football and all these things, and I have no idea what's happening, but I know about volleyball. So I'm going to tell you how we're going to start our new coaches, and I'm going to tell you some mistakes that I see so that I can help us fix it, all right? All right, so there are four things that you do in volleyball. You serve. That's when the ball comes over the first time, right? Okay. You receive. That's when you bump the ball. There's a set. That's when the set gets put up. And there's a spike. <clears throat> you know what everybody focuses on? The spike. That's when everybody screams. That's when everybody's like, yeah! That's when all the cheering happens. Everybody wants to know how to spike. But here's what happens when we start new coaches. We focus on the spike and nobody teaches them the first three things. Everybody's like, did you get a client? That's the spike, by the way. Did you get a client? Did you start somebody? Yay, we're all gonna scream, you spiked. But here's the thing guys, with new coaches, they don't know how to even get to the spike. We have to teach them all the steps. So this is how you're gonna start a coach. You're gonna teach them how to serve, all right? And here's the thing with volleyball. Each one of these steps requires a different hand motion. So if you are trying to spike from the serving line, you are going to do nothing, right? So we need to start from the beginning. So we're gonna serve. So what's the first thing we're gonna teach a coach how to do? We're gonna teach them how to serve their story, okay? They're gonna bring their story into the universe. And we do three things on our team that we help people do. The first thing is we ask them, you just became a coach and we say, okay, what are five things that you wanna be known for? Because I'll tell you some of the preconceived notions that new coaches have is now the only thing that I'm gonna post about on my social is about people losing weight and me wanting people to join me. That's the only thing that this girl that's telling me how to coach is gonna tell me what to do. And that's not true. We wanna know five things that you wanna be known for. Now, one of them we hope is coaching. We hope is health. We hope is your story. But what are four other things that you want to be known for? And what we're going to do is we're going to help them learn how to serve those five things into their community, into their social media. We're going to teach them how to post. Please, please do not text your new coach and say, did you share your story? Well, they don't even know what that means. They don't even know what that means. They are standing on the line with the ball and they're about to serve to the Olympic team. And you just told them to just like chuck it. They're going to get disqualified. They're going to get thrown out. They don't know what they're doing. So what we do is we teach them how to serve it up. What that means is we write the post for them. Guys, we are going senior coach with 
them. When someone taught me how to serve, I watched them do it over and over. I watched how they dragged their leg and how that helped. And I watched how they did this and did that. I watched their technique. And then they showed me how to do it with my story. So what we're going to do is we're going to set them up. Hey, this is how I share about my family. This is how I bring coaching into a, a, a thing I share about how I love that the guy comes to cut my lawn. This is how I do it. And so we're going to set them up with their first post about their health. Guys, I help coaches share on social media two or three times, sometimes before they post their before and after, because I want their before and after or their reveal post to be seen by the most people possible. So I get them some fun interaction posts. I don't tell them, go Google interaction posts. No, in the text message, I say, this one's successful. This one's successful. Pick one of these three. You get options, but pick one of these three because they're the best, right? So we're going to serve up their story. Now, this is the part that gets a little bit tricky, the receive, okay? So when you serve, your hands up like this, you're given some power, right? But when you receive with volleyball, you actually have to use a little care. You have to use a little bit of care, right? So you want to pop that right up to the center. So you, you change your hand motions. So instead of delivering this power of your serve, now when people are starting to inquiry, we want to teach people the soft skills, right? Now, most of the time, when you start to receive the ball from volleyball, when you start to receive a serve, I'll tell you what happens. It goes all over the place. You try to receive it and it goes off to the side. It goes out of bounds. It goes into the net. There's all kinds of things that happen, okay? So as the leader, as the one who is helping this person get started, your job is to be the setter. Hear me. You are the setter. We do not expect new coaches to be the setter. They don't know how to set. They're bringing in their story. They've got this first person. They try to hit it up and they're like, okay, I told them it was Optavia and then it's packaged food and that they're going to have to measure their food, but they won't get on the phone. You're like, what? They have, they had to, it's out of bounds, but that's okay. I'm the setter. I wear a special t-shirt. Did you know that? There's one person on the volleyball court. She got like a new different color shirt on because everybody's got to know where she is all the time. P.S. If you are sponsoring a coach, they need to know where you are all the time. Okay. Not like really, but you know what I mean? So it's okay. I'm the setter. I am going to run to this person that they have given all the incorrect information to. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to run. And I've got skills because I've been a setter for a while. As a sponsoring coach, if you're a brand new coach and you just sponsored a coach, guess what? You need to reach up. You need somebody with a special t-shirt so that they can run to all these different things that are happening. If they have a big network, they got people coming in and they just want to respond to them. They're like, yeah, I'm doing this cool thing. It's Optavia. Now you can, you can set them up well by teaching them how to bounce, right? You can teach them, hey, this is how we normally respond to this. This is how we normally do this. Hey, somebody might ask this, right? But as the setter, you are setting up the health assessment. That's your goal as the, as the sponsoring coach. And so you are going to run with this coach until they learn how to perfectly set this new person up to the net so that the setter can get it. You are going to help them with all of the things that go everywhere, right? You're going to say, that's okay. Let's get them on a three-way call. 
Let's talk to them together. You're going to set them up and then you're going to teach them how to set. They watch you set. Okay. Again, we have changed our hand motions. We have gone from a power serve to picking it up and now we're setting it. Our hands change again. This is a new skill. Every step is a new skill and we want to teach them the skills in order. See what happens is people don't understand that there's a setup. And so when you bump that bump, they try to spike it, right? And oftentimes if you try to spike it without it being set properly, it just goes into the net. So then you have a new coach who's discouraged. They're like, I got these people coming in and I'm trying to get them on the phone. And then this, it keeps going in the net. What is happening? And so you got to find where their kink is because you got to teach them the skills in order. You got to teach them how to send their story. You got to teach them how to receive the people that are coming at them. And then you got to teach them how to set. Setting is our health assessment. If you are sponsoring a new coach, you are doing health assessments with them. Everybody repeat it with me. We are doing health assessments together. We're all together because setting is a master skill. It is a master skill. You have to learn how to hold it for just enough time so you don't get a penalty. You got to be able to release it and you have to perfectly set up the spiker so they look good. So here's my question. If you're sponsoring new coaches, are you ready to not be the one that looks good? You are coming alongside of them to set them up, to give them a win. That is what we are doing when we're sponsoring new coaches. We want them to win. We want them to be the spiker. That's what we want them to be. We want to be like, you, you helped your mom. You helped your brother. Oh my gosh, your coworker said yes. Y'all, you did the work, but they get the win. If you are an attackman and not a setter, clearly as I was, I am sorry, you do great work. When you spike, it's amazing, you're awesome. But the setter does the work. The setter puts you in a position to win. So that's what you're doing. When you are sponsoring new coaches, we are putting them in a perfect position to win. Guess what? A perfect set doesn't always cause a spike, but we are putting them in a position to win. And then we're teaching them how to do their own set. We're teaching them how to do their own health assessment because we're learning on the go. We're learning together, guys. But see, the mistakes that a lot of us make is we take the wrong skill at the wrong step. If I try to spike an incoming serve, it's not going to serve me well, right? If I tried to be a spiker when I'm a setter, it's not going to serve me well. Are there times where you can rush the net and it just kind of works out? Sure, right? But as a general rule, you need all of the steps. And so we're doing that with new coaches. Guys, we can't talk about the spike. The spike is the results. We have to talk about how to receive and how to set up. If you receive and set, receive and set, there will be spikes, right? There will be spikes. If you receive and set, receive and set. So you want to receive, getting these people on the phone, right? And what happens is when we receive incorrectly, like you receive and your arms are all off, 
and it goes off, you know, your setter's got to like run into the bleachers and try to like set it back so that there's like some kind of hope for it to get back over the net, which is fine, right? Sometimes that happens to us, but we want to teach our coaches how we receive people, how we set them up with a great health assessment, which I'll give you just a one sentence, a great health assessment is exactly what Leah just talked about, except we're talking about their health and not coaching. We're talking about their dreams. I do not get on the phone for a health assessment and say, well, if you eat this bar at this time, no. I say in six months, if I could blink my eyes, what would your health look like? If I could set you up for the perfect health that you've always dreamed of, what would that look like? And how could we get there together, right? So guys, when you are bringing on new coaches, the goal is for them to be the spiker, but you are helping them serve, you're helping them receive, you're helping them set. You are doing those set steps with them. And then when they spike, guess what? You're flashing their points across the board. Spike, they did it, spike but we need to teach them those steps in order and walk through those steps with them so that they have the win. Cause I'll tell you what, setter or not, getting a spike is exhilarating. And you know what it makes you want to do? Makes you want to learn how to do one again, right? When you score that point and you spike, it makes you feel like, oh, how can I do that better? How can I do that again? How can I do that more times? And that is the culture that we want to set up with our new coaches. How can you win and how can we set you up to want to win more? Thanks, Corey. I love that, Shelly. I was, I was like, you were like, had that volleyball back and I'm like finding myself like on camera, like doing this, like just ready for that ball to somehow come through the camera. Um, you know, I had this thought as you were, as you were talking through this is, you know, you talked about spiking and it is exhilarating, you know, but I think there's some people that want to spike more than they want to win. You know, I'm a baseball guy. I think there's some people that would rather hit a home run than win. If they had to pick between hitting home run and winning, they would choose the home run. Do you want to win? Right. And what's cool about it is as you are now starting to like grow people and there, there is, you know, the only, you know, the only better feeling is than spiking a volleyball to get a point watching someone else spike the volleyball to get a point and seeing the joy on their face, knowing you're the one that made it possible. That's fun. All right. Don't go anywhere. We got one more segment and we're going to wrap it up, but we've talked about listening and noticing people and giving gifts. And we've talked about taking the car that was that gift to you and putting it into work so that you can actually go places, not just in the next three days, but in the next three years. We've, we've talked about this gift of coaching in the sense of it's, it's about a four-step process that we're serving, that we're bumping, that we're setting, and that we're spiking. And we're going to bring it all home. Talk a little bit about how to get out of your own way so that you can do all these things possible. Because there's a lot of us, and this goes back to the beginning, there's a lot of us that are stuck with fear. And we know that this is something we want. We just don't know how to do it. So we're going to talk about how to get out of your own way, how to make a decision that you're going to change your life. So going out to Montana, 
my good friend Andy Vanderlinden. Bring it home, my friend. Hey, thanks, Corey. I am so full of gratitude today. Man, this community is so amazing. You just heard from my very best friends in the entire world. I did not want to go last. Those three ladies are amazing. They're changing the world. And do you want to know what? Um, we just experienced something pretty special, but we have a decision to make. And I've been a part of a lot of things where everyone tries to pull you down to their level. And you know what? This community is a little bit different. In fact, it's a lot different. This is the first thing that I've ever been a part of. It's actually getting me emotional. <clears throat> the first thing I've ever been a part of where people are not trying to pull me down to their level. They're trying to pull us up to their level. And that's what we've been doing this, this whole morning. And that's what we've been doing these last five weeks of boot camp. So I just want to take the next couple of minutes and talk about this idea. I believe this one area holds more coaches back than any other area. And really, if I'm going to be totally vulnerable, I can say this. It's safer to say this one area has held me back in my coaching than any other area. And here's what I know. I'm the only one that can make the decision for me. And you're the only one that can make the decision for you. And that decision is to get out of your own way. You see, I've got good news and I've got bad news. The good news is only you can hold you back. The bad news is only you can choose to stop doing it. It's all up to you. And you have to make a choice. And we actually get to make that choice today and every day. And we get to choose, are we going to go all in and go for it? Or are we going to doubt ourselves and talk ourselves out of it? Because where we go from here is totally up to us. So this morning, the question is, are you all in or are you out? Because that choice changes everything. It was just a couple months ago, I was sitting with some of my mentors and my God, how many of you are thankful for the mentorship model in coaching? You need to send a text to your mentors today and just thank them. If you don't do that, if you're not using your mentors, oh my God, you're missing out. But here's what I learned from my mentors about getting out of my own way. When I decided I'm going to go all in and I'm done getting in my own way, it forced me to get crystal clear in what I want from coaching. I worked with my mentors and I actually had to figure out what is it going to take to get what I want. And then I had to make the decision. And the decision is a hard decision. It's not an easy decision. I had to decide I was willing to do what it takes, whatever it takes. You see, for me, it's not a matter of, will I reach my goals? I've already decided I'm going to reach my goals. It's not a matter of, will I? It's a question of, when will I? Because I've already made the decision. And that's what it's all about. It all starts with the decisions that you make, the things that you think. And it ends with what are you willing to do about those things? So I'm just going to ask you a couple questions and then I'm going to give you a couple tips. And I know we're at the top of the hour and I'm going to invite you to lean in with me for three or four more minutes. And then Corey will come on and tie a bow on this. But the question that is more important than any other question is, do you think you can do this? Do you think you can do this? We just heard from Ashley and Leah and Shelly and they're amazing. But here's what I can tell you. If they can do this, you can do this. And your answer to that question will change everything. Because if you answer yes, it actually changes what you're willing to do. And if you answer no, you're just not going to be willing to do what it takes to get it done. So that one thought either propels you forward or holds you back. But guess what? Both answers start with you. You're the only one that can come to that conclusion. So I have a short list of things that I've decided that I'm going to do to get out of my own way. And you might consider doing these things too. I've clearly defined what coaching could mean for me and my family and those I have a relationship with. I've identified what it will take 
to achieve the things that I want. I schedule consistent time to do the work. And then the key is I actually do the work. I do what it takes. You see, it all comes down to utilizing our mentorship, getting clear on what we want. If you're willing to utilize your mentors and get clear on your want and what you want, anything is possible. Um, it wasn't that long ago I was sitting with Dan and Megan. It was the first time I'd ever met them in person. And you guys, they put on things like this boot camp and things to, to pull us up to their level. Not because they want something from us. It's because they want something for us. And one of the questions that Megan asked me, it's the first time I'd ever met Megan and she had me crying almost. She asked me, are you as excited about this today as you were when you very first started? And it really, I couldn't answer the question in the moment. I had to stop and think about it. Am I really as excited about this today as I was in the, at the beginning? And, and then Dan chimed in. And when it's a one-two punch from Dan and Megan, it's, it's coming at you pretty fast. And it's pretty powerful. And Dan said, there's no question you know what to do. Nobody can come to any of these boot camps ever and say, I don't know what to do. If you don't know what to do, you've not been paying attention because all you got to do is jump on a boot camp in 20 minutes. You know all the things to do. That's not the question. The question's not what to do. Um, the question is, why do you want to do it? And as I evaluated, I realized I have lost a little bit of excitement. I was still doing all the things. They're not secret things. Nobody has an extra secret thing in their back pocket that they're not telling you. All the things are available to all of us. It's not about what the things are. Are you willing to do the things? So I sat down and I evaluated and I asked myself this question. What do I love about coaching? What do I love about coaching? And here's what happened. My excitement came back. And excitement is contagious. Do you know what happens when you get excited about something? You share it with other people. And when that excitement came back, I got excited. I couldn't help but share it. It oozes out of me. For me, I realized I don't speak about the things that I'm not excited about. So if you're not speaking about these things, the things that Leah and Ashley and Shelly just shared, maybe you've lost a little bit of that excitement. So one question you need to ask yourself today, one question that I ask myself every day is, how excited am I about coaching today? Because the business that I'm building, the business of my dreams is going to require something from me. And I have to decide, am I willing to do it? Am I willing to do, I've got a handful of things. Are you ready? Am I willing to get out of my comfort zone? You know what I have found? That takes bravery. And I've decided I am. I'm willing to get out of my comfort zone. Am I willing to turn up my passion? It doesn't matter how passionate I am today. I can make the decision to be more passionate about this tomorrow. Am I willing to get crystal clear and increase my motivation? Here's a big one. I'm, I'm, this is on my pony punches. Are you willing to be kind to yourself? Do you treat yourself like you would treat another coach that you're working with on your team? Or are you harder on yourself than you would be on them? Show yourself some grace. Are you ready? Here's another one. Are you ready to drop your ego and use your mentors? Someone needs to hear this today. Stop trying to do this alone. This model is not made to do it alone. If you feel like you're alone, I promise you that is not the model that we have. Stop trying to do it alone. When you hit a new obstacle, ask for help. Every single person on this call has someone there to help them. If you don't know who it is, reach out. Somebody knows, there is somebody. Here's another idea. Stop working your business for 30 minutes a day 
and expecting the results that you would get for 30 hours a week. Ouch. You see, here's the key. And I'll wrap up with this. If you're not getting what you want from this business, it's because you haven't done what it takes yet. And here's how I'm going to close. I'm going to end with two questions. And you might consider asking these questions to yourself. Spoiler, the goal is to get to say yes to both of these questions. Are you ready? Number one, do you believe you can do this? You see, Dan and Megan believe you can do this. Corey and Julie believe that you can do this. Your mentorship believes you can do this. But what we believe, what they believe doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what you believe. And I love this quote. If you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. And the last question is, are you willing to do what it takes? Anyone else ready to get out of their own way? Hey, Corey, thanks for letting me share. Thank you so much, Andy. I, um, that, was, that was just the, the perfect way to end all of this. What, a, what an action-packed time today that, um, you know what, can I, can I be honest with you guys for a second? And this, this really goes back to uh, Shelly's segment. Uh, I like to talk. I like to spike. I like being the one on a Zoom that it's all set up and I get to come in and do what I feel like I can do pretty well. But you know what's a lot of fun? It is so much fun setting other people up. I didn't talk very much today. But I had a lot of fun setting other people up so that they get to be the ones that spike the ball. And there's a lot. There is a lot that is possible for you in this next year if you'll just get out of your own way and do it. There's so much that is possible. And yet, back to some analogies, some of you, like Ashley talked about, have a whole bunch of gifts that are sitting in a closet waiting to be given. Some of you have been given the gift of a car and it's sitting in the garage because you're afraid of what could happen to it. So make the decision, give the gift, go drive the car, take a chance and see what happens. All right. Thank you so much, Andy and Leah and Shelly, Ashley, Thank you for pouring into us today. I hope that that was something that was helpful to everybody. Uh, we'll post the recording. It's, it's, it's archived in the Facebook group, but uh, let's go change the world. Happy Saturday, everybody. Thank you.